Tonight Cap with your host, B. Brown. Tonight's Night Cap is brought to you by Daryl's Corner Bar and Kitchen. And our topic of discussion is dating while plus size. And joining me in the conversation, we have Chardon Chanel, lifestyle influencer who uses her voice and platforms to promote body positive spaces within mainstream media. She openly shares her style, beauty, travel, fitness, and health journey with her audience through her blog and social media platforms. During the hours of nine to five, Charlene Chanel works as an intake specialist and investigator in the Mayor's Office of Fair Housing and Equity here in the city of Boston. Welcome. Thank you. Next, we have Genevieve Angelique, content creator, social entrepreneur. Genevieve is the creator of The Other Boston, formerly known as Boston Come Through, a weekly curated black <laughs> Boston's event listing. She's also the Boston chapter deputy of She Builds Global Initiative, where she works to increase the visibility of Haitian women in the greater Boston area. And currently, Genevieve is pursuing a career in radio and works as a board operator for Hot 96.9. Welcome. Yeah. And last, but certainly not least, we have Miss Belenisa, who is strong and comfortable with owning her power and working for the community. Currently, Belenisa works as an outreach and assessment coordinator at a post-secondary institution. And when she's not fighting for change, Belenisa can be found captivated by anything hip-hop. Welcome, <laughs> ladies. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having us. Thanks. Now, before we begin, remember this is candid conversations over cocktails and anything goes, so do not hold back. Right? As we said. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> so today we're talking about plus size dating. So given my experience, it's safe to say that dating in this new age is a hot mess. Mm, hot mess. Hot mess. Due to the decline of commitment, lack of honesty, loyalty, stability, and whatever my hang-ups are (laughs) about fighting against uh, what society deems as the ideal image of beauty. What have some of your experiences been in dating while being plus size? Maybe I can speak for everyone here when we talk about the fetishizing of plus size women. That was my first awkward encounter. A man telling me, I love your curves, that's great. I don't know if you tell skinny women you love their bones or you love their, <laughs> you, you love whatever it is that you love about them. Right. But I was like, thank you for appreciating my figure. Then he's like, I would love if you like dropped your stomach on my face. And I'm like, all right, this is where it gets a little weird. He's like, what, don't, don't you do that with everyone? I'm like, you know, that's hella awkward. So that was probably one of the most awkward experiences that I've had. Just assuming that because I'm a plus size woman, I'm in this subterranean culture of being fetishized mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like being complicit in specific type of activities that I was not even aware of. I don't feel like I've had those type of God <laughs> bless you so. Right. Yeah, I, don't, I, I can't say specifically like I have, like I can't point out an instance where I was fetishized. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot more of my experiences around being plus size have had to do with just like your self-esteem. And although I am plus size, I guess I don't, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a lens that you look at the world through, but I try not to make it like the only lens because mm-hmm. I think, you know, everybody for the most part has some type of hang up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there are those people who will present and like, you know, whether it's they're that they're trying to take advantage mm-hmm. or they maybe they do have a fetish, but I'm like, I'm going to wait them out <laughs> long enough to like get through all of that and be able to see you for who you are. So, I don't know. I don't really tend to get those type of 
people. I'm super out and about. So. No, you definitely are. <laughs> and you're like very friendly. So. The gambit. I get it all. Yeah. Kitchen mm-hmm. sink. No, I've like never that. had an experience like that. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Exclusive experiences yeah, for you. That was, that was intense. For me, um, I've definitely dealt with men that told me what they wanted me to wear. They mm. saw my size. Okay. Oh, don't put that on. That's too form-fitting. But I feel good about myself. So that's been my experiences with people I've dated while being plus size. What about on dates? Like, I've had an experience where we went out to eat, and after the meal, he's like, I don't have any money. Huh? And I'm like, I'm thinking it's a joke. <laughs> that's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some mean? weird stuff has happened to me, but... So I'm like, yeah. okay. So, no, no, I get up as, act as if I'm going to the bathroom and politely tell the waiter cash out my meal. I don't know what he gonna do. Yeah. I always drive myself. So I don't know what he did. He could have been doing dishes. So I never called him back. I didn't even know if it was a joke. <laughs> I just know it wasn't funny. Wow. No. I so never no awkward experiences on dates? Not like that. No. <laughs> no, I mean, I have been stood up like three times. Oh, wow. I've been stood up. The first time, um, it hurt a lot. Like, I think I remember crying for, like, two days and telling my mom, and I was, like, 17. She's like, you shouldn't have been dating anyways. And I was like, okay. And then it happened again when I was, like, 22. And I was like, all right, I'm never going out on another date again. Like, mm-hmm. leaving my house getting pretty to go meet someone else. And the third time it happened when I was, like, 28. And I don't know. At that point, I was just like, just don't have any expectations of people. So if it's your first date... Don't feel like, you know, you're going to get exactly what you want. It's going to be like how the conversations were. Just understand, like, people sometimes suck. And don't let that be a reflection of yourself. And it took a Absolutely. lot for me to realize that it wasn't me. It was them and their insecurity or their whatever they were doing it has nothing to do with me. Because I know who I am. They mm-hmm. just don't know that. Mm-hmm. Great. Has anyone tried online dating? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so tell me about I. that experience. Have there been any strange DM encounters? They're all strange. If, yeah. I mean, you know, there's Woo Plus, there's Tinder, there's Hinge, I didn't know about that till earlier. There's Bumble. There's Woo, Plus? Woo Plus. Is that specifically for plus size? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus size men and women. Though, but do you think if you're on, like, specifically on a plus size dating site, mm-hmm. then you'll meet the ones who are fetishizing? I have. I mean, I had this one man the other day ask me, like, I'll give you $400 a week just to like get on WhatsApp with me and like talk to me because he lives in Silicon Valley. You know, one of those guys who just like plays on his video games all day. So he lives out there and he's just like, I just need like comfort and someone to talk to, but I prefer them like bigger. And like, he was just like, are you at least 350 pounds? And I'm like, 325, but if you could bump that up to 800 a week. (laughs) And if all you're looking for is someone to talk to and I could keep my clothes on, I would love to talk to people for, you know, for that one. Here's my cash app info. (laughs) (laughs) Dollar sign. (laughs) But um, that was, I do encounter some fetish ones, and you kind of see off the bat from their intro questions, like, oh, I sure love them thick something. I'm like, well, you're on the the plus size dating (laughs) website. You don't need to state that again. It's the obvious. (laughs) So, um, but it's also a, a, a great tool because it kind of eliminates the... Like the inherent like insecurity that I have, does he actually like me or is he trying to use me mm-hmm. or does he like what you know what's here? I've been fluctuating my weight my weight for a long time. So mm-hmm. like when it came to dating I realized I'm like, Oh my gosh, I look like this now. I don't know if he'll like me that way. So 
that kind of eliminates it because like you see it. <laughs> is there any anxiety though about meeting these individuals or no? Not when it's not when it's right. Not for me at least. I mean I never I, get that far on I just no? I'm just like disinterested okay. in like communicating via an app. I just cause I, I don't know, the texting and the back and forth, like I'm like how are you doing? How many times gonna ask how are you doing? Yeah. Like, you know, and then the times I've like decided to go further, I'm like, mm, it didn't work out. So just come on losses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just come on losses. I'm no anxiety. I'm comfortable with allowing myself to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. and I need that face to face. So, yeah. who are you? Let me feel your energy, and I go from there. So no. Okay. So do you find that men expect you to be an easy catch? Mm. Oh my gosh. Yes. Definitely. Oh my gosh. And then when you turn not to be an easy catch. Mm. Well, you was fuck, you was this, and you was, you was big. And I'm like, yep, just like how when you met me. Like, I was always this big. Like, you were fat anyways. And I'm like, yo, mind your, oh my gosh. So how do they approach you? Like, usually it's online. I'm camping the last time I met a person in person. <laughs> like, the, like, I think maybe I might at the club and... But if I'm at the club, like, there's yeah. a good chance, like, it's going way over my head after the next day, like, delete block. But um, online, it's it's been a little bit of warfare. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of warfare. What about you, Genevieve? Um, when I've been online, I do think that, I think a lot of times men are banking on, like, that low self-esteem or a low standard or... Um, Y'all will keep hearing me say, like, yeah. I really take my time. I was telling them earlier, like... What is really taking your time? Like, well, I've been, I've been celibate like? for a number of years, and I'm waiting. Number. Is it, like, two? It's more than guys. that. So, I'm like, I'm comfortable. <laughs> yeah, well, I just broke my two, and you're like... <laughs> no, I mean, you. the longer you do it, like, you're just kind of, like... I'm very comfortable, like, yeah. with myself. Mm-hmm. I'm very, um, like, motivated in, like, my personal life and what I'm doing career-wise mm-hmm. that, like at this time it's like it's not that i don't want it to happen i feel like when it's gonna happen it will happen Mm -hmm. but most of the men that i meet or i encounter i'm like that ain't it so and i'm okay with that whereas i have like friends who are like i think they're so like i'll say desperate but they really Mm. desire to be in a relationship that it becomes like that focal point and i feel like when it's that folk when like when it's your focus i think that's when you maybe you might start compromising right. you know you what I mean lose so, yourself right and on the other side of it you could say maybe like you're just so distracted with like your career yeah. that you don't. you don't really make time for it so it's either way you look at it but I I have met <laughs> those type of men but I, honestly like I don't stick around long enough because the moment I have one really bad experience in life and that was enough so the moment I get any type of like eh, I'm out. Right. So, oh, so you're good. You familiarity. Yeah. Uh, okay. One was I'm a little hard. Take <laughs> <laughs> a couple of bricks. <laughs> but that's a great segue um, into my next question. Like, you've ever found yourself lowering your standards um, when dating or in a relationship? Every damn yeah. time. <laughs> I don't think anyone could be who I am, or like can match up to where I am. So, mm-hmm. and that's fine because you're supposed to think highly of yourself. So you're supposed to set certain standard for yourself. Mm-hmm. But I do find myself attracting men that aren't even in the same like level as me, mm-hmm. which is so strange. And I always used to think I'm like, if I was like a more built AKA, would I get the type of man that I want or something like that? Mm-hmm. Like I, I was. Break? 
No, I'm not. Oh, okay. But like okay. every single girl that I know that's AK is with the type of guy that I want. Okay. So, okay. Okay. so I'm just like, so damn, what should do? I was like, maybe this wig will help out. I don't know. But <laughs> like, but I'm always gonna be who I am. I'm very eccentric, so like it takes a special type of person to kind of be okay with that and like work with that and not feel like I'm doing too much. And that's like an overall theme that I always get is that you're doing a lot. Like you're always traveling, love to have fun. Like you don't look like you're looking to settle down. I'm like, I'm not, like that's not my focus is not to settle down. I think the right person can, if we're meeting each other exactly where we are, will help me usher into that. Or we can, we will help each other get there. But my focus is not to be ready for some dusty Person's son, you know. <laughs> no dusty <laughs> son. No dusty. <laughs> Keeping all the sand at the beach. So have people close to you like encourage you to lower your standard? You know you get that. Well, he's not that bad, or that situation wasn't that bad. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if they're financially stable. They're like, oh, but he has mm-hmm. money, and I'm like, but I'm not attracted to him. Mm-hmm. Or he's not mentally, emotionally stable. Right. Yeah. Regardless if he's financially stable. Right now, it's my mother. Yeah, I was okay. gonna say, <laughs> oh, my mother say, has straight up family. Straight up family. She has somebody picked out, and I'm like, Ooh. right, she's straight cut to me. I'm like, you could be married by now. I could be visiting my grandkids. And she I'm has like, her own agenda. She sure does. I'm like, you need to talk to the Lord about that because I'm on his timing. And um, but yeah, I refuse because I'm like. The people I've seen who've rushed into relationships, I'm not saying it doesn't always work out, but for the ones it hasn't, I'm kind of like, well, you know, because there was a time like you thought like your life would, you know, at this point you would have done 25 was that number. Right. (laughs) And then all the people I kind of used to look at like, wow, they've done this and they've done that. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, not to say like all of them, but you know, for some of them it really didn't work out. And I'm, I'm like appreciative that I've had to like wait it out or I didn't rush into something because I think it's worse to have rushed into it and then not work out and then like blow up in your face than to be over here you know it's not that bad I mean I think people just make it seem like it's this terrible thing and I don't know even though I was telling you guys I love watching those videos of like women like people getting proposed and all that stuff but I'm Mm -hmm. like what is it about us that it's like it's like this end all be all like to be it's an married. accomplishment yeah right. like it's this thing like mm-hmm. all, all all the things mm-hmm. you could do in life it's like the fact that you're not attached to someone as a woman is it feels like it don't really matter you know what i mean right. so how do you combat that because we're women and we want to be successful and we want to have it all and we want we want that to include children right. and or, or marriage maybe i don't know i think i'm probably going to be single forever but how do you fight against societal norms in that aspect as it pertains to women and what Can you I want? just answer that I think for me, as I've gotten older, I've just appreciated getting to know myself more and getting to do all these things. Because all the stuff I'm doing now only came about in like the last like two years you know what I mean and then I think about like if I had if I was in a relationship I'd have to answer questions that I don't really want to answer if I had children I'd have to think about people first before I can think about myself you said you travel a lot you can't just get up and go like you, you know what I mean so I think those are the things like I like my freedom and I and I think I look at I look at things as um I, I want to appreciate whatever season I'm in, yes. in that season, because nothing's worse than being in the next season and looking back like, dang, 
I could, I could, I used to be able to do that, but I, yeah. now I can't, and now you can't do it, and you wish you could. So, yeah. has that always been your thought process, no. or did it took did a while? I don't know. I think you you mentioned turning thirty. I don't know what happens yeah. at thirty. It's like this magical age. <laughs> at least for me, it's like it's very transformative, right? Everything you thought was gonna happen by that time, at least for me, it didn't happen. So right. then you gotta kind of regroup and be like, okay, well, plan A didn't work out, so what Let's we create a new do? plan A, mm-hmm. right? So, I uh, know. I mean, I was just talking about earlier how I was celibate for like two years. That I'm not too sure if that was by choice or not, but mm-hmm. I was definitely just like not even actively looking for it. And then something happened when I turned 30. I'm like, yo, you are not having fun mm-hmm. and you're stressing over like the weirdest things. Mm-hmm. Like, go have fun. So, mm-hmm. since like January 1st, I want to say I've never had so much fun and had such a like a nonchalant like I don't care attitude so I was talking about earlier how this young man I was talking to if that's the phrase that we use talking to had asked me for like five hundred dollars and I'm like we ain't even made but before if you had asked me sometime in October I would have been like maybe I'll give him 250 or something like that because I understand like I work I blog like I have great streams of income and he's talking about he's doing all this other stuff to get his money and then I'm like Charlene, when is that your problem? Right, when, right. Why is he your problem? Why are you his captain, save a bum? Like, why is that you? That's not your job. Right. So with that, I realized, like, you know what? This everything from here on out has to be about you. And if someone does, like, truly move you so that it, it could think about us and not just him, but about us, mm-hmm. then that'll happen. But I'm not seeking it. If I'm on the dating websites and stuff, it's for entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's for... You know, just for the sake of having like a text buddy or someone to go out to drinks with because my friends have kids or they have husbands and stuff like that. But I, I can still socialize with people, but it doesn't have to be this instant attachment. And that mm-hmm. was my issue mm-hmm. before meeting someone. And because they liked me, automatically I was attached because I was like, oh, man, they like me. Like, this hasn't happened in a while. And then they'll be straight up bums. Mm. And they find yourself overcompensating in relationships yeah. for that affection, <sighs> for that attention. So we live in this era of the infamous situation ship, right? So have you ever been with someone who only showed interest after dark? Patient dudes? You Sometimes. Know, leave them to the side Do you for understand them how... I, I wish somebody would have gave me that disclaimer. Oh, oh man. I wonder if I should answer that question. I'm going to that question. Huh? Would you have listened, though? Would I have listened? Yeah, that's the question. Because anybody could have told me, would you have actually heeded the warning? Man... Cause I could have told right you. Right now, I probably, they probably wouldn't needed to tell me. Then take me to church, douse me in some holy water. Yeah. <laughs> and then she need full deliverance. Then y'all. like, they don't do it. Just do it when you're like midway drunk, but not all the way. Yeah, like so that uh, you can still feel it, but like not care for them. Oh, it's it's too late. <laughs> Does it matter if they're like Haitian born or like somewhat Americanized? I realize the ones who are back home are way better and longer stamina. Like, they're bomb. Oh, she's talking about something. Oh, okay. oh, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> oh, you don't get in the That is a don't, lie. That's what we're talking about. Don't get in a relationship with Haitian men. At all. Girl, that's why it's hard to let it go. Yeah, that is why it's hard to let it go. Yeah, the guy that I, you know, re-entered my sex life with, he was, um, I met him at the club. 
I think we just started macking the same day. Like, it was a whole new Charlene. I could have caught mono. Like, it was just, like, <laughs> like a good in. time. The Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday came around. I wasn't shy. I didn't care. Mm. But what I liked about the situation was I didn't like him at all. Mm. But he served the need for me. And I see uh-huh. a therapist now. Like, 90% of our conversations are about, like, relationships. My relationship with myself. Mm-hmm. With my relationship to food. My relationship with men. Mm-hmm. And one of the bigger, like, triggers that I have is just, like... Comp, like when I meet a good a good man or what I feel like will be a good man so he'll be like 3 out of 10 of everything that I need <laughs> I'll just like you know lay it all down but now it's it's very different it's mm-hmm. like if it's not like at least 8 out of 10 mm-hmm. a strong 9 because I want to be happy like mm-hmm. I want a good amount of fulfillment but no this guy he was Haitian he was young he was with it um, he still hits me up and I'm like but you know this is just for but it is. Mm-hmm. And he was like, damn, I never felt so used. Like, usually, that was just it's the other way just around. It's usually like, he got to do this. And I'm like, yeah, but nah. And I think he expected me to feel like I needed him. But I'm like, a little dusty. But not all down there, just a little dusty on the surface. Have you ever been in a toxic relationship with a verbal abuser or a chronic cheater? And you just stayed for the sake of staying? Yes, all the above. I know I stayed because I was hopeful of this individual changing based on what I was pouring into them. Mm-hmm. Um, but And that was for about 10 years on and off. So mm-hmm. I, after that experience, you know, uh, some of my ho- close girlfriends that are still going through a situation like that, how did you get out? Mm-hmm. And for me, I had an epiphany because, and I just remember my chest being very heavy one day and I was like, Nice. It's time. I don't know if I had an out of body experience, mm-hmm. but it's time to disconnect from this individual. They're not giving to you what you're giving back to them. And I was single for about eight years after that. So okay. I went through my healing process. Yeah. Um, yes, I, that definitely that that's informed like a lot of my thinking now mm-hmm. going through that relationship because um, it was toxic from the get go, even the way he approached me. But I realized mm-hmm. then um my self-esteem was so low and I desired to be in a relationship at that time at that time mm-hmm. that it was okay. Whereas if it was like a friend or even a stranger had shared any of the stuff that this other person had said or put them through, I would have been like, you need to leave. <laughs> right. But I thought it was an okay for me. So I had a after I got past being, you know, the victim and the hurt and the pain and everything that, you know, I I that I got out of that situation. You get to the point where, like, okay, like, there's some responsibility to be taken Mm -hmm. and needing to figure out, like, mainly, like, why was it okay for you to accept that type of behavior from this person? And just like you, it was that whole thing, like, you think that, you know they messed up, but you're like... I believe in you. Know. I just gotta love him and you know be his little backbone. We gonna be all right because right. that's what we're trained to do, right? right. From our parents, you right. know, you stick by your man, you know. But this, we yes. don't have to. We have a choice here, girl. You know, Especially when all worthy. they do is take. Okay, you know, exactly. exactly. But you have to, yeah, be taught that. that. You right. have to know that. Yeah. yeah. So that situation was years. Even afterward, it took me years to like over it. Yeah, I think I literally got over it. And that's still true though. Like. Oh, yeah. Things will happen and you'll, you know, mm-hmm. trigger you back and you just mm-hmm. got to keep putting yeah. yourself first. I mean, like, nope, nope. Right. I may remember those good days, but I surely remember those days that right. were like, Constant like, coaching. Yeah, right. right. That never happened to me. Like, I could never do it because, like, I, I'm mm-hmm. just so mad that, you know, when you put so much into someone, yeah. the biggest 
thing that you could do to me is betray me that way. Mm -hmm. So maybe I haven't met someone that was stellar enough to make me feel like mm -hmm. I should go back. Like maybe if I dated an NFL player, maybe right. I might go back. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> paid off my rent. I don't know. Paid off, bought me a house. I might just stick around and sleep with his homeboy. Do what boys. you do, right? Yeah, you know? But the love's lost after it's been. Right. And that's always been my other issue was like, Yo, one day, if you really think about marriage is going to be in your trajectory, mm -hmm. like, humans make mistakes. Are you just going to leave your husband because, or, like, you know, expect him to, like, leave you if you did something? Because I never just think, like, guys are the only ones that do it. I've true. never cheated, but, like, because I haven't been in enough relationships to do it, but I've never cheated, so I don't know what the women ratio is looking like, but mm -hmm. I know that people do human stuff. Like the way that I'm going out and having fun, say I brought my married friend along, like she could have been doing the same thing. And I'm just like, people have fun, they do things, but is that bond strong enough for me to be like, that. you know, understand okay. that was an isolated incident. And the, I don't know, the Scorpio in me is just like, nah, <laughs> I don't know. So. so when it comes to intimacy, like do you mm -hmm. feel insecure about your body? Or, candidly speaking, do you shy away from certain sexual positions? When Unless was, it hurts uh, my knee. But hey, other, than that, girl, other than that, now we do it. Other than that, we do it all. We do everything. <laughs> but if it don't hurt my knee, I mean, you know, we did. I have. When I was, yeah. Back in the day, I did. I was a t-shirt wearing love maker. Can't lie. Um, I was not confident in my body. And I was smaller then. But now, I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to be hot. <laughs> I'm taking it all off, but yeah, no. Miss Sullivan in the corner. Oh, I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> um, in the past, no, because I've I've never really done the casual that I like. I don't know. You've known the person at least well enough to feel comfortable. Yeah. So. I figured they just, they met me this way. So, like, don't expect it to be skinnier yeah. down here. Like, just know it's going to look like what you just saw. Yeah, even like, yes, they, they know what you look like when they yeah, met you. Yeah, like. So, they're going to know what you look like once you're undressed. Right. Really, it's more so in our minds than yeah, in like, their minds. They don't care at all, really. Yeah. I mean, it did take me a while for me to transition from lights off to lights on. Mm. Okay. Because I realized, like, lights off is very impersonal. But I'm just like... It wasn't a body thing. I just didn't want the person to see the reaction in my face to what they were doing to me. Then when the lights came on, I was just like, stiff. Like, I don't want them to see this at all. And then, you know, as you grow, you just don't care. Right. It's just you're in your own. This is a service to your body. You're yes. in your own. Like, it's not about them. Mm -hmm. it, it could be about whatever. But mm -hmm. this, at the, where I am in my life right now, it's a, whatever I do, it's for me. It's not. I don't care if he doesn't get his right now Ooh, it's about me but he's gonna get his but it's about me yeah yeah <laughs> but yours is important too mm -hmm. so how did each of you develop a positive image of self and how has that helped you within relationships or within dating mm, that's a good one you know it's so weird and like almost four or five of the guys that i remember last speaking to they talked yeah. about so you know i'm a blogger i talk mm -hmm. about body positivity i talk about loving thyself blah 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 but in dating i feel like i'm sometimes a very different person because i don't know if you remember earlier i spoke to does this man actually want me for me or does he is he trying to use me for the money or is he trying to use me for whatever reasons or am i going to be a nighttime lover type of thing mm -hmm. so when dating like i think i spew more of those insecurities as it relates to dating not as 
to Charlene, the person, mm-hmm. the person that mm-hmm. I've become. And it's just so weird. I just started noticing that. I'm like, why did you say that? But it's really because you're trying to figure out why this person's really in your life. Are they yeah. actually yeah. rocking with you or yeah. are they about to ask you for $500 again? <laughs> um, that particular relationship I mentioned earlier, um, that actually propelled me on this journey. Um, it forced me to get closer to God. So mm-hmm. knowing like God's word and what it says about myself, um, that's been like probably the number one thing mm-hmm. um, that I go back to. It, it dictates everything that I do, honestly. Um, and just also just feeling like, and that comes back to knowing God's word, like who you are, what you were created for, and that you're valuable, and that he created you for amazing things. It's like, you shouldn't be taking nobody's little dumpster boy. Yeah, no, <laughs> nobody's dusty yeah, son. Exactly, and then I think, you know, I know I'm celibate and 24, I'm like, that's crazy, but for me, it kind of it really helps me um, to weed out people because I'm like I'm, if you were gonna sex I'm not the one so yeah. I'm gonna let you know up front I have no problem so that weeds out a lot of people and then so and I, I just really believe you you're not celibate like just kind of waiting people out if you're looking for that because I'm like people lie all the time and like I said you're dating their representative but I think it's just really important to get to know yourself and really um, you know like how you're on your journey you know figuring out your stuff like we yeah. all have stuff and yeah, yeah. and even now i'm really like embarking on this journey of mental health it's kind of yes. something i've known has been there mm-hmm. but like this is the first year i'm like all right i'm really ready to look in the mirror and like stay in the mirror and figure mm. out my stuff because mm-hmm. you know i don't want to i want to be prepared and ready for when it comes Absolutely. and so Absolutely. that's just where i'm at in life lighten the mood a little bit ladies mm-hmm. yes. valentine's day what would be your ideal date that's how we're gonna lighten the mood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there could be a suitor out there that's like, real let, heavy me, let me lean in so I can get the 411. Hmm. I'm going to I'm like, I'm like, dinner. Going to class uh, on that Thursday. <laughs> I will be no, finishing up my master's. Not what, oh. what is your ideal date? Like, if you had to uh, cook cooking date, class. What would your ideal date? Oh. Cooking class? Yeah, they have some nice cooking classes out here. I, I like that. to eat, but I, it's it's nice because like you get to learn how somebody works like in a group setting uh-huh. and see how they are in public. You know what I mean? So that's I feel like that's kind of thoughtful. I like that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. How about at home cooking class together ah. and cooking a meal together? Mm-hmm. Okay. But if you're not good at cooking, because some people are really not good, even though they'll still put. I don't I know. Am. You got to be good at cooking though. That's the other thing. Um, Game of Thrones, marathon, <laughs> yes. inside a hotel, <laughs> in a hotel with room service and That's just nice. drinking and just mm. watching as many as we could get through, like, the whole weekend. Yeah. Mm. I'm all about that QT, too. I don't need anything yes. busy, vacation. nothing lavish. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. A nice vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Head south. I hate seeing people outside all the time. <laughs> like, ooh, I you. Would never you. I mean, but I also hate being alone. So, it's mm. like, alone in my house by myself. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, oh, let's go do something. But, like, let's not really do something. Like, if there's a happy medium of something that we can do, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. And I like spontaneity. Like, I like to be surprised. So, yeah. I don't want to tell you what to do. Just right. do something. I'll appreciate it. So, if you put the thought into doing it. It's yeah. all about the thought. I don't like surprises. You don't like surprises? I'm not the... No. I kinda, really? I, I mean, it is... It, oh, if you, if you, <laughs> Really? You know me well enough to surprise me. Okay. Okay. But don't That's just be fair. doing all stuff willy nilly and think I'm gonna be okay because then I'll be like, this is a waste of my time. But I thought oh. you would like this. 
No. That's fair. You should have checked first. All right, ladies. So we have come to last call. And so do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to leave with the viewers? Like what is one thing that you tell your younger self that may help someone else? No. no one's worth compromising who you are. Not a single person. I wish I knew that when I was younger. No one's worth you having to stay in a relationship. No one's worth you having to lie. No one's worth you having to do anything that is not part of who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it when you get older. If you choose to have kids, don't reinforce it on them. Mm-hmm. Don't make them feel like they got to stay in a situation because it looks good or because you know you made a promise to someone don't feel like you have to do anything that is not of you and that's only something i'm now understanding Mm -hmm. at 30 years old i think that comes with experience though Mm -hmm. so just because you're 30 i keep hearing i'm 30 i'm 30 and i there's something about 30 though like 30 is great and yes your world does feel like it comes crashing down (laughs) at 30 but i think you grow into a more confident self so it's like you're shedding away the younger 20 version of yourself where you just threw caution to the wind and lived life how you wanted to live it and in 30 you're like no i know who i am i'm right. stepping into my womanhood right, I'm, right. I'm i'm not going to accept that right. and you're going to treat me like this because i deserve it mm-hmm. and owning it right. so embrace 30 yes yeah. okay embrace yeah. it and go with your intuition everything that you want is on the other side of fear mm-hmm. honestly that's what i that's my takeaway mm-hmm. Um, I would tell my younger self to get to know yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I spent a lot of time um, trying to fit in whatever I thought I was supposed to be, Mm -hmm. whether it's stuff that your parents told you or um, society. And I would just say, like, like, get to know you, like, learn about yourself, discover your own gifts and your talents. And I think, I really feel like when you get into that space, like, where, and I, like you said, a lot of it does come by experience. Sometimes you just have to live through. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I really do feel um, by getting to know yourself, that's how you grow confidence, mm-hmm. you know, and learning your likes and your dislikes. And I think it helps you, you know, if you're trying to attract that person, I think it helps you filter out, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the who is and who is not supposed to be there and i think most importantly getting to know god in the context of getting to know yourself Mm. as well so yeah well we've come to the end of our show night owls i want to thank you for tuning in to the premiere episode of nightcap with b brown special thank you to my guest for kicking off the premiere with me ladies this has been a passion project and i'm so excited and so happy that i actually got to premiere this with you the um, content has been amazing and I hope that it's fruitful for um, you the viewers if you have any questions or comments you can leave them below also you can email nightcapwithb at gmail.com and let me know any topics you want to discuss and I'll be sure to um, read them and also last but not least thank you to Daryl's Corner Bar and Kitchen for sponsoring this episode of <laughs> Nightcap with B Brown Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay, so let me get you. Let us know when it's this time. <laughs> There's no in between. It.